golf and rock and roll. Not logical, but it is fascinating. Playing down that big old fairway. Don't want no hackers to get in my way. The boys and me got a big NASA going. It's the Golf Insiders, giving you the inside scoop on all things golf. Now, here are your Golf Insiders on 740 The Game. Hello, Orlando. You're listening to the Golf Insiders, taking you home on the fairways of I-4 in the house, Holly G., Along with the best caddy on the planet, Rich B. Whoa. Nice introduction. Hey, Holly, what's the uh, news in the golf world? Any news? He's back. Oh, boy. I love that take. Tiger Woods. Yeah, we can talk about Tiger. Hallelujah. All right. He's got his little golf tournament going on. Quicken Loans, a congressional. Nice. And uh, being a little cagey, Rich B, saying he's, you know, probably going to be a little rusty, you know, kind of setting up the whole field. Come on, this is Tiger Woods. He comes into every single tournament expecting to win. What do you think? Is it just a little bit of uh, gamesmanship? He's going to have a little rust out there. I don't know if he's going to shoot 64-64 on Saturday and Sunday like Kevin Streelman did. Congratulations, Kevin Streelman, winning the Travelers on Sunday. Seven birdies in a row. Tiger Woods, uh, he, you know, he he likes the course. He plays well at this uh, Congressional Country Club. And he's been chipping and punting for months. Well, you know. And he's probably excited. You know, he's got to be fired up to get back to playing. I think, um, you know, we were talking about this on Shot Show. You know, Tiger looked a. Kind of laid back. Um, you know, I don't know if he's, you, you think he's got that competitive uh, juice going, well, you know, having uh, had, taken a little time off and spending it with Lindsay? This is the man thing, okay? Men, you know, they start to get a little older. There's, you know, and in golf years, you know, he's not very old. He's got a long way to go. And, uh, you know, you kind of reflect, you know, if you get a, if you get a, like a half a season off, you know, like you do every winter up north, you reflect, Holly. You kind of, you know, do your introspective, uh, soul searching, Holly. Soul searching. He's expecting to win. <laughs> he is going to go out there firing all cylinders. He You're knows, ruthless. he knows all these, all these You're kids, ruthless. all these kids, these first time winners that have been playing while he's been rehabbing. You know, who have looked up to him, he's going to show them who's boss. Trust me, he's coming out there and what Every a great Every one of a, those kids want to put a beating on him. Let me tell you that. What, right what a now. great pairing coming right out of the gates with Jordan Spieth. How, how long have we been waiting to see this? And Jason Day. And Jason Day, who's, um, you know, he's coming back after an injury. He knows what it's all about, having hurt his thumb. And uh, Justin Rose, you know, talked a little bit about it too, that it, it does take, you know, a few rounds. Uh, despite all the practice to to get into that you know elite competitive state, said he wasn't really ready uh, until Augusta. So, uh, so it'll be interesting to see. All eyes hey, will be tuned well, in. Okay, let's see. With no further ado, 
My girl, I'm on the bandwagon, Michelle Wee. Eee, Michelle Wee. Wow, was that fun to watch. All of a sudden, uh, LPGA or uh, the U.S. Women's Golf was fun to watch there. Uh, yeah, no, not only that, Rich B., but how about this? The final round was up 92% in terms of uh, television viewing audience over a year ago. Drew a 1.67 overnight rating. Michelle Wee, good for women's golf, good for the golf business, period. And fun to watch. I don't know about that putting stroke. We're going to have to work on that. But uh, she's making putts. That's what the game's all about. If you can putt, you know, you can win. And she's having a great year, by the way. And she and she won it outright. I mean, uh, we saw what could have been a, a, a downward slide after 16. Oh. When a little she, spin out, when maybe. When she lost the ball. Well, yeah. it looked like she lost the ball in the in the junk. But then, uh, you know, she made that putt for, um, you know, the, the double bogey, which yeah. was, you know, was not a gimme. So she <laughs> she collected herself. And then that birdie putt on 17. You know, you know I don't care what you're saying. But uh, let me tell you why the uh, ratings were up, Holly. Holly, let me tell you why the ratings were up, okay? She was looking hot. Six foot, all six foot of her, looking hot in her little mini uh, skirt thing. What do you call those? Mini short shorts. In her short shorts. Awesome. Looked good, you know, and uh, there was a little uh, there was a little suspense at the end. Stacey Lewis had already finished at, like, even par, and uh, everybody wanted to see, uh, you know, see something happen. And uh, Michelle pulled it out. She held off the uh, rest of the field. Good for Michelle. Great. Stacy Lewis shooting a 66 to uh, get yeah, in the on clubhouse. Sunday, so nice. She was she was just waiting, hoping for a playoff, but it didn't happen. And and congratulations. And um, another tiger of sorts on the senior tour. Tom Lehman winning. What in Is the Champions Tour? He's making a comeback. And uh, of course, you know they've got their uh, their major coming up, the Constellation Senior Players Championship in Pittsburgh this week with defending champion. Kenny Perry. So, Rich B, we got a lot to talk about t- tonight. We've got Todd Lewis coming up next, live from Congressional and the Quicken Loans Tiger Woods comeback event. Is that a celebrity ch- uh, thing? <laughs> yeah. Stay with us. We'll be right back. You're listening to 740 The Game. Quite an impact, actually, uh, when he shanked that three iron and hit me in the back of the head. I can't believe I'm into this. I really hate to lose. Asking forgiveness. Got the struggler's blues. I'm actually probably ahead of schedule while everyone thought I would be at. We all thought the British Open would be my first event back. But I healed fast. As I said, I've had great trainers and great physios help me every day with soft tissue work. And when you get treatment all the time, it's amazing what you can do. Tiger Woods teeing it up tomorrow at Congressional. And we're going to waste no time. Holly G here and Rich B. Going to Todd Lewis up at Congressional to get the latest... And what's happening with the Tiger Beat? Hey, Todd. Hey, guys. How are you? Doing awesome. I, you know, have to ask you, I saw you with that pretty slick-looking red kerchief in your uh, jacket there the other day, my friend. Was was that a little, uh, you know, nod to Tiger coming back? No. <laughs> pure coincidence. It's pure, pure fashion. 
<laughs> yeah, that, that was. Uh, I think they had it at the Target clearance rack. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops! Forgot to pack the uh, handkerchief. Yeah. So, exactly. um, tell us about the press conference, uh, Todd. You know, Tiger seemed very zen-like to me at this press conference. Very relaxed. Um, it, it, did you? Is that? This, is that the tiger for real that you saw in that press conference? You think he's a little on edge, you know, coming into this first tournament? Give us uh, your your thoughts. Well, I, I think that he was tremendously revealing, which was refreshing, um, because you know, sometimes he's kept these injuries uh, a big mystery to a lot of uh, us in the media and to the public. But he was, you know, he was quite candid, and 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 you know, it seemed like he was in great spirits and a good mood. Um, I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that he wants to make himself available as much as possible because he knows that that will bring more people in the gates and obviously they'll raise more money for his foundation. So you know, I think he has a purpose, which is fine because the, his foundation helps a lot of kids across the country. Um, as far as expectations, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, we, we talked to Tiger today after his pro-am round and uh, it, it frankly wasn't very sharp. He was missing a lot of his shots to the right. Uh, he said he made a correction on his closing nine that, that kind of remedied some of the problem. He said he kind of felt like he found something. But and he, I, I, I really think that this is an opportunity for him to gather some trust in his body. Whenever an athlete comes off an injury, especially a surgery, they have to, to trust that body part to work again and help them get back to the level that they were and especially when you have something as big as back involved that that, that gets a lot of pounding and a lot of torque you know it's gonna it's gonna take a while for him to regain that trust and maybe that's his mission here this week i don't know necessarily if it is to win but to regain that trust with his back you know justin rose who was out the first month of the season recovering from shoulder tendonitis you know made a comment that he really uh, only Got in the groove just after Augusta, he felt at the at the Players Championship, which I thought was very interesting, and that there's you know sort of a lag effect, which I think any of us that have taken any time off um, can appreciate. But you know certainly he's been spending a lot of time on his short game and his putting. But I noticed, and as a number of you did, you know watching him on the range where his you know swing looked a little uh, you know a little bit short at the top, maybe not quite as flexible yet even though he's out of pain. Uh, did you notice anything watching him hit balls? Yeah, I did notice his backswing was not quite as, as large as it once was, but it wasn't significantly drastic. Um, I think he's more concerned about control right now and not having that. He actually said, I don't have the explosiveness back yet. And again, this goes back to him trusting that and kind of getting that flexibility that you mentioned, but also getting that muscle area around where he had that nerve impingement you know, back to proper strength. So, I mean, he's ahead of schedule. I mean, that's a positive sign. He said he expects to be at Royal Liverpool for the Open Championship, and you know, I, I wouldn't doubt him considering he's playing this week. So, um, but I, I would be surprised, to be honest with you, if he is in contention this weekend on Sunday, especially because I, I just think his game is – he didn't have a lot of confidence before the surgery and, you know, and now he's had this surgery, and I know his body may feel better, but still he's he's got a lot of rust that he needs to shake off, and, and he needs to get some good vibes with his body and mind right now. Well, and there's also a little bit of muscle memory that sticks with you, even though you may be out of pain. 
uh, given the year he went through last year and a you know couple of those severe spasms he's had he had during his rounds. You know, there, there's a little bit of that to get over as well. Well, I mean, I I think he's clear of that. I mean, he's, he's that's probably why he was so revealing yesterday, and he actually talked to us today after the program. He's never talked to the media after a program, so you know that kind of gives you a little bit of the state of his mind right now. Um, but I, I think that. You know, I think he's. I think it's it's refreshing and, and exciting for him not to have that pain anymore. I mean, I've never experienced back pain, but I've talked to a lot of people who have. As a matter of fact, my dad just had spinal fusion surgery. So, and the pain that he is constant or was constantly in, um, you know, is it, is just it's just devastating. He can't move, and so for him to have that out of his life right now, he says, "Yeah, I can move without pain. I can, you know, I can I can lay flat and not worry about getting up and how much it will hurt." You know, that's uh, that's a life changer for him. So I think he's, you know, it may have actually given him perspective. You know, I, I am getting old. I'm, you know, I'm going to be 39 in, in December, and you know, I've got these issues. But I've stretched my body a lot in my younger days, and maybe now I'm paying for it a bit. And so this feels good. And I, I feel, I feel excited and energized to have my body the way it used to be. Yeah, I think it is um, refreshing to uh, see Tiger open up a little bit and. No doubt when you, you know, it's like he said, he could play through a lot of the other injuries. A back injury is, is not uh, not the same kind of thing. No joke. He says it's no joke. He said that about 10 times already. Yeah. Yeah. And we know uh, he's tough as nails, so that's saying a lot. So turning uh, back to Sunday and the Travelers, Kevin Streelman's seven closing birdies. Put mm. that into some perspective for us, Todd. That was amazing. It is amazing, um, especially if you consider Kevin. Kevin has really been struggling. He missed four consecutive cuts. Um, and I, I will say this about Kevin. Kevin is, is you know, we, we, we as journalists r- remain objective out here. We never root for anybody. Uh, but I, I can tell you that personally I've gotten to know Kevin um, and his wife, Courtney, and now their daughter, Sophie, um, over the last few years. And, and it's hard to find a better human, much less a better person as a golfer um but he was struggling a lot and i remember him telling me a couple years ago he said i want to go through life and not let it not let a number be the measure of me whether it's what i have on my scorecard where i finish in a tournament where i am in the world rankings like i want to be judged by a father and as a husband um and that's tremendous perspective And, and and that shows you that how that perspective helps him get out of a rut of missing four cuts and then bouncing back and having seven straight birdies to close off what a, a phenomenal weekend and win for the second time on the PGA Tour. I mean, he is – I mean, if he continues to keep that perspective, I mean, he's going to be he's going to be a you know, pretty big winner. I mean, he's got the game that could – I think as he gets more mature with his game and more you know, solid, he's, he's not a big – surprisingly, he's not – that's not his game, seven birdies in a row. He's not a guy who scores a lot of birdies. He's kind of more of a grinder. So, you know, I, I, I think this is going to open up a lot of doors in his mind about what his potential is. Well, and anybody that can shoot 64-64 on the weekend is going to yeah. win a bunch of tournaments, no doubt. Yeah, it's crazy. Tremendous talent, a better person. All right, everybody wants to know, Todd, tomorrow, eight twelve tee time for Tiger – uh, is there going to be coverage? There will not. Well, actually, Morning Drive is going to show Tiger's opening tee shot, and because of contractual stuff with the PGA Tour and the other tours, 
European tour that we have on the Golf Channel. We can't show Tiger's Round live in the morning. However, what we're doing is we're we're going to shoot highlights of every hole that he plays, and each 30 minutes to, to an hour, we're going to come up updates with updates on Golf Central and show what how he played certain holes and how he is progressing through his round. We're talking to Todd Lewis from the Golf Channel live from Congressional and the Quicken Loans National. All right, Michelle Wee, big win, the U.S. Women's Open on Sunday. Todd, huge for women's golf, huge for golf in general. Uh, We're talking about TV ratings up 92% from a year ago. A lot of people know uh, Michelle Wee and follow her. This is uh, just great news. Yeah, and a popular win on the LPGA Tour as well. I mean, Michelle Wee, a huge star on the LPGA Tour. Let's not make a mistake about that. And because of that, you may think that there may be some resentment because she really doesn't have a stellar record. She doesn't have a Stacey Lewis record or an Indy Park record. You know, she hasn't won a lot on the LPGA Tour. But she is really well-liked on that tour. And when you have the respect and the comfort of your peers surrounding you, I mean, I, that, that says a lot. Um, they understand that, that she, just kind of like Tiger does with PGA Tour, she brings eyeballs, obviously, to the LPGA Tour. But she, she's actually grown. I spent some time with her earlier this year. She has grown up a lot. You know, she, I mean, she's still in her early 20s. I know we've been seeing her since she was 12 or 13. But she went to college, and I think it was great for her to uh, go through the college experience and get her degree. And the way she did it, too, I mean, she's got seven, eight figures in the bank. So she could have stayed, you know, in a house or rented a nice townhome or apartment and went to Stanford. But instead, she went just like every other college student. She had a suite with three other girls. They shared two bathrooms. <laughs> and uh, so I, you know, I I think that that experience has really turned the corner for her as as a person and obviously it's showing up on the golf course right now because she's having a really good year. That was not a flash in the pan. Completely agree. I want to ask you a TV question for a second, get your uh, thoughts on this. Mm-hmm. You know, they talk about, of course, you know, the ratings being down with Tiger not being in the game. And, um, you know, we see the needle being moved by Michelle Wee winning. But I'm curious, you know, a lot of people that tune into golf are golf fans, not necessarily right. golfers, you know, uh, players, if you will. And, you know, with all these amazing, amazing wins we've had this year, including Kevin Streelman this past weekend, uh, what's your thought on that? You know, I mean, do you feel those ratings really reflect what's going on in terms of, you know, people, in terms of the excitement and interest in the game, you know, the fans versus the true players? Well, majors are the truest measure, in my opinion, of, you know, where golf is. And sometimes, you know, sometimes you just get kind of a, a a dud of a tournament. For instance, the U.S. Open on the men's side. Now, I'm not saying it is a dud um, because it was great to see Pinehurst the way it was and, and Martin Keimer played tremendously. But here in the United States, you know, I, I could kind of understand in some ways you got a, you have a German who's really, really nice, a man from Germany who's winning by eight shots. You know, it's not tremendously compelling. Um but, you know, but if you just took, let's say hypothetically, you just took Martin Keimer out of the mix on that Sunday, and then you've got a playoff with Eric Compton and Ricky Fowler for the U.S. Open the next day. I mean, I think that would bring a lot of eyeballs. So sometimes, you know, it just depends on the moments, the storyline, um, you know, obviously the, the players involved. 
Um, so I think that, you know, that's, that's what happened at Pinehurst, but, you know, I mean, but let's be honest, Tiger does, Tiger does move the needle big time, big time. And I mean, that's all, I mean, it's amazing. I mean, <laughs> I've, I've interviewed only Tiger Woods this week and other players about Tiger Woods. <laughs> yeah. So, I guess it, that tells it, us something, right? Yeah. Yeah, it does. Um, but you know, there's going to come a point where, you know, Tiger is not going to be as big as he is right now. And that's because of, you know, it could be because of several reasons. And, you know, you do need to look at other players who's stepping up, who's, you know, who's, who's going to be the next it person. And right now, you know, Jordan Spieth is the guy that we're kind of trending towards right now. It was Ricky Fowler a couple of years ago. So, you know, we'll just see. It was it's Roy McIlroy. He's one of those that we're trending to as well. So, um, I think we're in good hands. I think, I think the game's in good hands. Well, another guy who's been trending of late and uh, shot a final round 64 also on Sunday is Brant Snedeker. As we let you go back to work, Todd, who's your pick for Sunday? Um, I like the, the, one of the guys that Tiger's playing with, and that is Jason Day. I think Jason is starting. He's coming off a thumb injury. He's, he's got that trust back that I talked about that Tiger's searching for, I think, right now. And, um, yeah, it's a tough golf course. I mean, Congressional is a really tough golf course, narrow fairways, demands a high ball fly, which Jason has. Um, I think he's going to be in the – I don't know if he'll win, but I think he's going to be on the first page of that leaderboard heading into the final round. And, of course, uh, great coverage with Golf Central – all uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and uh, tune in to Legendary Conversations on Monday. It's a good one, Todd, with the uh, players uh, that have shot 59, including Annika. Yep. Exactly. It's going to be fun to watch. Look forward to it. All right. Todd Lewis from the Golf Channel, live from Congressional. Thanks so much, Todd. You're listening to the Golf Insider, 740 The Game. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey, Harry, thanks a lot for all the security you provide for us. Well, that's... My job to keep all those nuts away from you. That's just the way it is. Don't play a pebble, won't pay the price. I love my muni, I think it's nice. The expectations don't change. That's the ultimate goal. It's just that uh, it's going to be a little bit harder this time. Uh, I just haven't had uh, the amount of of prep and and reps that I would like, but I'm good enough to play. I'm going to give it a go. We're back. The Golf Insiders taking you home on the fairways of I-4. In the house, Holly G and Rich B. It's going to be fun tomorrow. He's tired of watching the kids. He's like, yeah, okay, uh, get the nanny out here. I'm ready to go tee it up. Huh? I like that. Yeah, yeah. Go play uh, congressional for a few days. Get out of town. It's always nice to uh, tee it up again uh, in tournament golf. Well, the that's big, what he does. Big, 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 big win here for golf between the uh, terrific men's U.S. Open at Pinehurst, backed up by the women's Open at Pinehurst, and an amazing win by Michelle Wee and Tiger back. It's uh, things are just they are cooking here as we get into the. Heart of summertime golf, Rich Bay. Hey, and you got fit by uh, TaylorMade. I mean, uh, how good is it getting right now? Dude, you better look out. <laughs> Big shout out to Travis Kent, the master club fitting professional at the TaylorMade Performance Lab out at Grand Cypress. We're going to be talking to him uh, in the next couple of weeks about uh, getting fit, club 
fit. And I'm telling you, Rich B, I learned so much about my game. You're in big trouble because I got some new sticks coming hey, my way. Hey, this stuff is so cool. They put you, uh, you know, they put the dots on you and they kind of uh, film you uh, computer generated. Yeah, you feel like and, you're uh, in a sci-fi movie yeah, or something. It's, it's really amazing uh, what you see. And uh, it, it just kind of explains everything for the visual learner. Well, and and um, not only, you know, being able to see your your swing, but... Also learning a lot about, you know, your shaft, your your lie angle, right down from, uh, you know, the driver to the putter. So it's been a while since I've been fit, and it was a great experience. And, uh, again, thanks so much to Travis Kent. We'll be talking more about the TaylorMade Performance Lab in the next couple of weeks. So without any further delay, we're going to go to one of the best reporters in the biz when it comes to women's golf to get her take on the big win uh, by Michelle Wee at the U.S. Open, Women's Open in Pinehurst, Beth Ambaldry from Golf Week. Hey, Beth. Hello. Hello. So I heard you were uh, hanging out in the Big Apple with Michelle as she was doing a little victory tour through uh, New York City. Yeah, I, I'm exhausted. I don't know how Michelle Wee does it. <laughs> uh, I guess she's 10 years younger than me, but... Uh... But yeah, she uh, she had quite the tour yesterday. She was I, on. I saw her on Good Morning America. That was awesome. Yeah, yeah. The t- well, actually, she was on the Today Show. So oh yeah, turned whatever. Down Good Morning America. <laughs> <laughs> but, but no, yeah, she uh, she was on Fox and Friends, Fox Business, CNN. Uh, you know, she just was on several radio shows. Did a lot of interviews at the top of the Empire State Building. It was, it was a pretty big day, and I I I have never seen her handle the media as well as she did yesterday. It was like, it was so impressive. Yeah, and she was on morning drive um, the morning after the win. Um, you know, just she she has just been so, you know, generous of her time. But you've been covering the LPGA for a while, Bethann. So tell me, you know, I mean, this is so big for women's golf. And, and you look at how Michelle is being celebrated and recognized and, um, you know, rightly so. But uh, this is big for women's golf. Uh, it, you know, honestly, I, I I think that this is just the beginning. It's, it's going to – sorry, I'm at a restaurant and a bunch of teenagers just showed up. Um, you know, I think that, that for Michelle, we – the way she presented herself yesterday, she looked like a supermodel. So she, she just handled herself so well. I, I, I think that she has the ability to really transcend the sport globally, unlike any other player that we've seen. Uh, she, you know, if this, if this is just the beginning of, of what she's capable of in terms of winning big tournaments, you know, the LPGA could go to places that we've never seen before in a, in a short amount of time because you know, it was so funny. People were coming who weren't interviewing Michelle from other shows to come meet her and take pictures with her. You know, it was it was, she was she was uh, hot stuff yesterday. Everyone wanted a piece of her, and and she could walk down the street without the trophy in her hands, and people stopped and recognized her and wanted autographs. And she even signed a baseball. That's all the guy had. It was pretty funny. I think but, I... Uh, you know. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't think you could take a lot of LPJ players, take them out of their of their collared shirts and scores and put them on the street and, and, you know, even in a dress and, and, and have people recognize them. I, I, you know, I think it's, uh, honestly, I don't know if anyone else on tour other than Natalie Golbus could have that happen to her. 
Absolutely. And that's even with all the different hair colors, which she says she even she can't predict from uh, day to day, you know, what it, what it's going to look like. So hey, she's six foot uh, oriental chick. And uh, first thing, you know, six foot uh, uh, Asian. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, Hawaiian, you know, six foot. And it's just rare to see anyway. And she's uh, got such a pretty smile. And uh, she was definitely toting that t- trophy around with her everywhere she went. Right. Well, absolutely, yeah. It was, she she did give it up a few times, though, so she would try to blend in a little bit when she would get swarmed. But, uh, you know, she she is uh, – I've never seen her handle the media with such poise as she did yesterday. And she was so eloquent in her answers. You know, I've been covering her since she was 12. And, you know, I, I've seen – I've seen a lot of interviews that went south <laughs> and, and, and it, it was just too, it was like the weight of the world has been lifted off of her. She seems so relaxed, so, you know, at ease with everything, just having, soaking it all in, having so much fun. And, you know, I just think that she's going to be almost a new person after this because she's waited for this for so long and has had, you know, the burden of expectation since, you know, before she, long before she could drive a car, uh, you know, so this is uh, this is a really big deal for the LPGA. We're talking to Beth Ann Baldry, who covers the LPGA for Golf Week magazine. Um, I, I'm curious your thoughts on what's been the big shift, do you think, Beth Ann? Um, you know, to watch what happened to her on 16, I mean, she had the composure, m- much like Martin Keimer in his round when he hit it wayward. Uh, on on Sunday and had to take that drop and knock it out, or maybe it was Saturday. I don't remember. But but this, you know, the potential of a lost ball on 16, and um, you know everything that could have imploded from there. But you know they found the ball. She took a drop because it was unplayable. She managed to uh, get out of there with a double bogey with a pretty tough second putt. It was you know not a gimme by a long shot. And then she makes that amazing birdie on 17. I mean she, you know she really got you know she didn't let it you know shake her and she just seems to be in such a different place well i love that she won in that fashion i love that she overcame some drama you know down the stretch to really prove how much she has matured uh, in in the last few years you know i mean i think that you know coming back from college it took a while to get used to living with her parents again you know, being on the other side of the, the country, away from all our friends, finding a new community, sitting in, you know, that, those transitions take a while, not to mention playing gospel time. So I think, you know, now she's in a place where she, she has a lot of fun off the golf course when she's at home or, you know, practicing in the Bears Club. You know, if she's, you know, she was telling me about a, a recent uh, bet she had with Ricky Fowler, the next, the next, whoever won next, the other player had a caddy for them at a, at a future pro-am so uh, we will see ricky fowler toting michelle's bag somewhere soon but <laughs> gotta uh, love that you know her, her her partner in that in that bet was uh was ernie l so it's a big easy and the big wheezy paired against uh camilo and 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 ricky so you know she's she's having so much fun right now in her life and i think that that's just transferring over to the golf course and you know she just is 24 years old almost 25 this october you know she's not 16 again and she's She's uh, no three putts uh, on the on, on number two uh, under seventy two holes. I mean, when you when you have that kind of confidence with your putter, 
you know, I think it just goes through the rest of your bag and, and, and into your head. <laughs> yeah, and, and uh, you know, the, the, the heck with all those naysayers on that tabletop putting with, uh, with no, uh, no three putts on Pinehurst number two, Rich B. Come on. Hey, and those short shorts, uh, she's going to bring eyes and people to the game and style and class. In the future, I think she's going to be going uh, real good. She's already had a pretty decent year. I think she's going to go a long way. Is there going to be another major this year, Bethann? Well, you know, next up for her is Birkdale, and she's already played there twice. Last two holes are par fives. I was talking to her about it yesterday. She, you know, she she really likes the place. You, you've got to think that when you look at Michelle Wee with two closing par fives, that she's going to be in, in good shape <laughs> there. So, you know, it's definitely a course. Yanni, I, I believe Yanni won the last time. The only game. Oh, I think we I think we lost Beth Ann. Oh well, <laughs> she must have she must have had uh, dinner being served there. But uh, thanks so much to Beth Ann Baldry from Golf Week for that great perspective. She uh, covers the women's tour better than anybody. You're listening to the Golf Insider 740, the game. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Well, I don't want to take all the credit for their talent, but uh, first I had to teach them to play golf, and then I had to teach them to sing. And then I taught them to play various instruments, none of which they do very well. I want my dream. Yeah, yeah, really not so lean and mean. I got good eyesight, I'll be all right. I'll get my dentures shining bright. This has been quite a tedious little process, but uh, been one that I got to a point where I can uh, play competitive golf again. And that's uh, it's pretty exciting. This was different. You know, when anyone's have had any kind of nerve impingement, it's it's no joke. That that part was relieved as soon as I got out of the surgery. Tiger Woods teeing it up tomorrow at his very own tournament, Quicken Loans National at Congressional outside of D.C. And um, we've got a very special golf insider right now who has covered the tour for years was a longtime writer and columnist for the Detroit News, now writing for PGATour.com, covering the senior tour. Vartan Kapelian, never slowing down for a minute, my friend. No, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start slowing down, I guarantee you. So uh, you've covered Tiger for many years. Do you think he's being a little cagey with this rusty business, saying, you know... Uh, it's going to take a few weeks. What do you think? Well, I think that uh, yeah, it'll probably take uh, it'll take a while. But remember that uh, you know he's been you know he had he wasn't playing his best golf perhaps because of the injury. Um, but you know, yeah, he, he's thirty eight years old. He and he's and he's he's not a young thirty eight. In golf terms, I mean, Tiger's been playing golf since he was what, two, three, four, five years old, you know. But he's been hitting golf balls for a long, long time. Uh, so, you know, I don't know. It's it's all about his body and, and and the body breaking down. We all have those aches and pains, when, you know, when we get older. Uh, and he's had, you know, he's had more than aches and pains. He's had surgery on his knees and now his back and. Uh, well, I tell you, uh, and I know 38 isn't old, but in golf, in golf terms, yeah, those those things start piling up and makes makes it very hard. 
Well, we've seen guys that have come back from this surgery, um, and uh, I believe it's Jason Bond who also had similar surgery, who's who's back playing again on the tour. What are your thoughts, Martin? Do you see him being able to get back to form? Um, you know, win win four more majors, beat Jack's record. What do you think? No, I, I think it's going to be very difficult for him to get four more majors. And again, for no other reason than what we've talked about before, Holly, is we're talking about depth of field. We're talking about so many good players out there, good young players. You know, the U.S. Open would have been a heck of a tournament two weeks ago if Martin Timer hadn't been in it. Uh, and that's And that's what's happening. You've got... Every tournament, not just a major, you've got one one guy or two guys just stepping up and saying, "This is my week." And and I'm telling you, there there's you know 100 guys out there on any given week can beat Tiger, can win a major, or shoot uh, uh, 64 64 on the weekend like Kevin Streelman. How's that? I mean, yeah, all of a sudden he just well, found it. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I'm talking about. All of a sudden. You know, you're in contention or you're not in contention, but you shoot 64-64. The, the, the depth of field is just, it's it's mind-boggling. Uh, you know, Martin Keimer is a nice player. Um, is he going to be a great player? I don't know. But he's young and he's already won two majors. He's probably got another couple more in him. you got to think Rory McIlroy's probably got a couple more in him at least. And, you know, you got to figure maybe Bubba. You know, figure Dustin Johnson's going to win his major one of these days. Uh, you know, uh, Victor Boisson is going to win his major maybe one of these days. So there's just so many people uh, that you have to beat now to win a major tournament. It's just, it, it's almost not up to Tiger. Unless he's the Tiger vintage 2000 at Pebble Beach, you know, that sort of thing, where he pulls a Martin Keimer and, and wins by a ton. I just, I just see Tiger. It's just going to be very difficult. And look at the last, over the last, well, six years since he has won a major. Okay, look how many thirds and fourths he's got. You know, look how many times he's been in the top five in the Masters over the last decade. Yeah, and uh, that doesn't mean he wasn't playing well or wasn't playing well enough to win a major. It simply means that somebody. That week played a little bit better. Well, speaking of playing well uh, and talent, uh, the senior tour, the Champions Tour, has uh, their major at the Constellation Senior Players in Pittsburgh. Jeff Maggard, tie for seventh in the Travelers. Uh, you had Kenny Perry shooting a you know shot of a lifetime at the U.S. Open. You've got Jay Haas teeing it up. Uh, for his 1,000th combined start on the PGA Tour and Champions Tour. You know, these these guys are playing, they're still playing great golf on the PGA Tour and the Champions Tour. Yeah, I mean, the guys on the Champions Tour, uh, absolutely. Uh, you know, I marvel at them. Uh, they, they go out every week. They play well. Um, there's a guy you didn't name who has played exceptionally well since he came over, and that's Colin Montgomery. Uh, he's, he won his major the, earlier this year uh, at the senior PGA. And, uh, you know, uh, these guys, you, you watch them as much as I have, uh, and and you just appreciate how good the great players in golf have been over the years and how much better they are 
than people can even imagine. Uh, you know, Jay Haas is 60 years old. What about Hale Irwin? Every tournament, the guy shoots his age once, or it seems like, you know. Unbelievable. Uh, yeah, you know, he's 69. Uh, Longer, Bernhard, speaking of the Germans. Bernhard. Yeah, he's 57, and he's getting up there. And, you know, he's, I'm, he's I'm starting probably, to relate to that, and I don't like it. Yeah, hey, he's speaking of the Germans, we're playing him tomorrow at noon. Yeah, if it doesn't rain, it's been pouring here all day. Uh, last year here in Pittsburgh, it just poured all four rounds, and it's pouring here again yesterday and today. Uh, hey, but you know what? That didn't stop me from going over to Latrobe and playing Arnie's place and saying hi to Arnie. That was kind of cool. Very cool. Did you uh, get a few minutes with the king? I did, yeah. Just uh, just a cordial visit, visit, no interviews, nothing like that. Just, just you know, a little chit-chat. And, uh, and was he, was he, he mowing some greens, up. Barton? <laughs> no, no, no. Actually, he was in the office doing some paperwork, uh, and, and he said that he was getting antsy to go out and hit balls, but he couldn't do that until he finished his homework, just whatever he was doing in the office. And then by the time I left there, it was starting to rain pretty hard. So, unfortunately for the King, I don't think he got out to hit balls yesterday. Oh, that, that work ethic, you know, um, it's just, uh, it doesn't leave him. There was a great, uh, great uh, uh, show the other night on the Golf Channel, uh, a legendary conversation. It was between Nicholas and Player and Trevino and Arnold, and it was, it was just priceless. Talk about, you know, carrying the torch, still carrying the torch, those guys. Amazing. Yeah, you know what? I mean, I, uh, for for your listeners who who don't know about Latrobe, uh, Arnie's Golf Course here, uh, about southeast, about uh, about forty miles southeast of Pittsburgh. Uh, if if they were building golf courses like that today, there would be a no there would be no decline in participation in golf. This is a wonderful golf course, fun to play. Uh, it goes without saying that it's in great shape because. Uh, Mr. Palmer would, would have it no other way. But, I mean, it's just a fun golf course to play. You know, it doesn't have any of the crazy traits of modern golf courses. Uh, you step off a green, you're on the next tee. Uh, no silly cross hazards. You can make, even if you hit, if you miss hit a shot, you can literally make bogey on every hole because you haven't hit it in the ravine and you haven't lost, you know, two dozen golf balls. Uh, just a wonderful, wonderful golf course. Rich B is packing uh, his bags right now, Martin, <laughs> and heading north. Yeah. <laughs> have, have you ever have you ever played it? I'm sure you have. I I haven't. I don't think Rich has. But um, you know, nothing like golf in in uh, the Pennsylvania area this time of year. And we've got uh, about 45 seconds to go, and we've got some daylight, Martin. So we're going to go out and hit some balls. Who's your pick on Sunday for the Champions Tour victory? Oh, I'm never right, but you know what? I want to take Monty just for fun. Ooh, I like Monty. All right. I'm going with that one, Monty. And uh, Rich B, turn into uh, Tiger's Tournament. Who are you picking? I'm going with Keegan Bradley. I got Tiger Woods as a top ten. Ooh, that was lame. How's that? Top All right. ten. Great weekend for golf. Thanks for listening. The Golf Insiders, we're out of here.